Broadcast of the Goofnorton Radio Show here on Supercast. Sorry, I had to test out to make sure. Uh, it's hot in my room right now and the fan is going, so I didn't want that to bother you guys too much. But I have an issue with uh, TikTok and I don't have a TikTok account, nor do I have TikTok on my phone or on my computer, I guess. I think that's still a thing. People can get social media on the computer, Facebook and Instagram, I know for sure, and Twitter, of course. Um, I don't know if TikTok is or not, but. Instagram has a lot of people's TikToks on them because it's just the other platform where you can do that and make videos happen in that form. One thing my pet peeve is like is when people like they're trying to, you know, send a message or something, whether it's, you know, a very nice message, it's the very lovey dovey or they're just I don't know, it's 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 they're waiting for the I guess the beat to drop or something for the song. They're waiting for the chorus or for the for a verse to kick in, and it's just like we're sitting there for like ten to fifteen seconds just staring at a person's face. I'm like, just start the song later. Just start the song later. I've seen way too many of those. I'm like, it sucks. It's boring, and I'm like, it shouldn't get any views. I'm like, you're trash for that one. And here's the thing: I jokingly I say that jokingly they're trash, but they're not actually trash. You do what you freaking want to do. It's your social media. But I, I honestly find that as a pet peeve, and I skip over as many of those as I possibly can because I'm like, it's just like no. Because I do send memes back back and forth to friends, and then the lady. So, but those are like intermixed. Those are mixed in every now and then, and I'm like. And what, like, it didn't take long for me to get sick of seeing that. I'm like, no, after like the first few times, I was like, this is stupid. Why would I wait here? Why would I wait this long just to sit here and watch this person's face? Or even if it's like not on your, your, on the person's face, if it's just sitting there waiting for the beat to drop, I'm like, just stop. I don't care what you're pointing at. It could be a tree, could be your grandma, could be a freaking pet, a dog, cat, bird. Stop it. It's not interesting. And it's not worth the wait. It's not. I can spend those 10, 50 seconds, 10, 15 seconds scrolling and finding more torturous memes to send. Uh, but that's it. Uh, also, this is kind of leading in. This is a nice little segue. Uh, fitness. So fitness, social media. Social media on fitness. Fitness influencers. They're terrible. And uh, let me just kind of make, make this. Let's let's make something clear. I'm a personal trainer. I'm I'm a personal trainer, and I have done many diets on myself. I've tested out many routines on myself, just so I could get a feel for what certain things are like. Have I done all of them? No. Some of them, like an all carnivorous diet, would be terrifying to try to do. And all, you know, inevitably I throw up and probably have to go to the hospital at some point. So certain things I don't try, but other things I do. Um, so, and, but, you know, again, 
there are more qualified people to talk about this, but I'm just going to give you my two cents and what I think about uh, the majority of influencers on social media that are fitness influencers, that is, and the fitness industry as a whole. Uh, it's trash. I'm going to say that it's trash. It is very hard to find a good, honest fitness uh, influencer. Very hard. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that are on something and they're not honest about it, which is what kills me. If you're on, because I'm like, people are, sometimes people aren't on, because people, when people, people get asked, are you on steroids? They can say no, because they aren't. They could be on SARMs. They could be on HRT. They could be on Trend. They could be on Test. You know, any, any PEDs whatsoever they could be on. They don't have to necessarily be on steroids. Steroids aren't, aren't the only one. And people could be on those things and they could, and they'll just be like, no, I don't take steroids. And that answers your question. They don't take steroids. But again, the honest, the full honesty still isn't there because they're not being completely transparent with you. If you take something, that t- just say something. Hey, I take something. I take SARMs to get big. I take HRT to get my muscles and to look this ripped all the time. Year round. Okay. You know, I take cycles. I'm on cycles. Or yeah, I do take steroids. Like, be honest. That the honesty is so lacking because of just because of like brand deals and sponsorships and things like that. I'm not gonna lie to you and be like, this is one of the best brands in the world. Just because they're paying me for it. And like mm, No, I'm not gonna tell you. Well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna tell you, hey, I'm getting paid by these guys, buy this product. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be like, hey, these guys are sponsoring me, buy their product. That's what I do with Anchor. Well, yeah. Uh, you got nothing to buy, though. Just They're just, you know, wanting you to use their service, but that's it. But Anchor's genuinely good. Other people, you know, they're doing things like cryotherapy, like, oh, cryotherapy, it burns, like, what, 600 or 700 calories per, like, you know, three minutes you're in there during the during the session and afterwards. No, it doesn't. Don't believe that hype. That's dumb. That doesn't, that's not... Man, if that was a thing, I would be in the. I would not be in the gym. I'd be in there every night. I'd be in there five days a week, burning off calories like it was nothing. You wouldn't have to work that hard ever again in your life to get a good to get in good shape. Fat would just melt off you at that point. But no, that's not how it works. It's not at all how it works. Even someone who owned a because uh, this is a, a specific person I'm talking about because this actually came up. A person actually owned a cryotherapy uh, um, studio, parlor, parlor studio, I think you call it a studio, said that wasn't a thing. You know, it, it just do, you gotta freaking do your research sometimes, but most of these people are on something, they've had some kind of uh, medical modification to their body, the surgery, plastic surgery, whatever it may be, or they're on some kind of enhancements or something. They're, it's rare to actually find a decent influencer who isn't on something. So, and I find that quite disturbing and kind of irritating because as a person who's trying to, you know, not necessarily be an influencer, but just be a successful personal trainer, um, social media is like one of my biggest things to use for marketing, honestly, because that's where I have the biggest reach and easily can get the biggest reach because it's so easy to reach people with just a simple hashtag or just a 
just, I don't know, a simple post with the right words in it. It'll, it'll pop up on somebody else's feed. So I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we have so many people that are just lying to your face. You know, because what I'm going to tell you is that you don't have to do keto. You don't. You don't have to do paleo. You don't have to be any, any kind of like really specific diet. You just have to be in a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. And not even a significant. It just has to be, it, it can be at a slight calorie deficit. The average, you know, the average deficit would be about 500 calories. That's what I, generally most people I, I would see uh, would recommend to you. Because that's, you know, okay, that's decent. Um, but it, it could be 100 calories, 200 calories. doesn't have to be that many for you to lose weight. Because here's the thing, weight loss is a slow and steady process. And it should be slow and steady because if you lose weight too rapidly, that could affect your health and your body may not be happy with what you're doing and you may get sick from that. Because your body may have a hard time adjusting to that rapid weight loss. Uh, and then also, keto, is keto really sustainable for 10, 20, 30 years? Carbs aren't bad for you. Potatoes aren't bad for you. Bread isn't bad for you. Eating cake and donuts all the time, bad for you. Eating your regular ice cream all the time, bad for you. Now, having those things in a moderation, like maybe, you know, once or twice a week, not bad for you. You can have it. Cookie, you can have it. But just don't have it too often. You know? Because there are bodybuilders out there that will eat a cookie. And still make... And still... They'll eat a cookie, like, maybe, what, what, every day a week. Close to their, uh, uh, to their showtime. Maybe, like, two, three weeks out, and they'll eat a cookie every day. So... What are we doing wrong as regular people? We're listening to too many people who don't know what they're talking about and are just straight up leading you astray just to get some good money. Because guys like, um, I was going to say Athlean X, but I think he's been exposed, I believe. But guys like Vishred, which I'm sure you've seen Vishred, that probably sounds familiar. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't know him. He's this nice, like six foot something uh, Caucasian dude, good looking face, body as well, got a six pack. It's not, he's not like super ripped or anything, but he looks like he's in, he's in good shape. He's a model. Did you know he's a model? And the whole company was actually uh, made around him. Oh, I guess he was just used as, spokes, as the, uh, the, 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 the face, the spokesperson, you could say. But there are other people behind what he's doing that are telling him what to say. Uh, giving him the content for those videos and whatnot, because he's the guy. I was, the most common ad I saw from him was like, like he's got a pizza and a salad, and he's like, "Which one of these you think I'm gonna eat?" Well, I'm definitely not gonna eat the salad, and I'm like, I skip those things because I'm like, he looks like he does. He's like he gives out a bunch of BS in the first place, and I'm like, well, mm. it's it's easy to spot stuff like that sometimes, but like seriously, it's not the, the fitness. Your fitness journey is not that hard. All you need is discipline and consistency. You can still eat delicious foods. If you're if you're going back to binging binging on bad foods after, you know, a few weeks or even after however long on your current diet, well then you're doing something wrong. You shouldn't feel the need to binge on bad foods. You know? And that's another thing. We paint fitness with black and white and nutrition with black and white. It's bad foods and good foods. 
Food is food. Calorie is a calorie. Now, there are certain foods, yes, we should stay away from because they offer too, uh, too much of certain amounts of ingredient of, of things that, like, fats, like, we shouldn't have, like, like nuts, for example. Like, we shouldn't be eating, like, handfuls of nuts every day because that's a, that's a very, first of all, that's very high, those are very high in calories, but also very high in fats. Your fats shouldn't overtake your carbs or your protein intake in your diet. They should remain, like, under 30%, I think, is what it is. So, we gotta watch those. Nuts aren't necessarily the best thing for you. But we can eat filling foods. I can, I literally eat French toast. I can still eat pancakes. I can still have ice cream. Uh, protein bars, obviously. Some protein bars out there are very sugary and not good for you. Um, because it's just too much. I get too many fats. Or too much, uh, sugar. Like, if you're down in, like, a bag of sugar a day, it's like, it's, you're gonna have some issues, for sure. Um, but I can still enjoy food. Pizza, burgers, I can still eat those things. With zero guilt. Zero guilt. You just have to switch up your ingredients with what you're making. That's it. That's literally all you have to do. And it takes a little bit of experimenting sometimes, but it's totally worth it. If you find ingredients that are like, hey, this is lean, this has a, this has a decent amount of protein in it, right? You know, not very high in fat. You know, we want low-fat things. And actually read the label to see that it is low-fat because, you know, we want to make sure, because sometimes labels are wrong. Uh, when people will say, like, oh, it's low-fat, it's got zero sugar, it's got this, it's got that. Well... Does it always really? The, yeah, you got to make sure you look at the, the nutrition labels, even though some, those those sometimes can be inaccurate. Uh, most times I've found that they're fine. They're right because they match up with what another somebody else, again, somebody else who is more expert, more professional in what, I, uh, what I'm talking about, somebody who knows more about what I'm talking about. They recommend certain brands, and I'm like, I read the label, I'm like, oh, hmm, okay, that's cool. That's good. That matches up because sometimes some things people say don't match up. And all it takes is a little bit of actual research before you can, uh, so that way you can find out, oh, hey, this is what this is. Okay, cool. So, uh, but you can eat stuff. You can eat delicious foods. I was like, protein, when I'm talking about ice cream, yeah, it's protein ice cream, but it is ice cream, but it, it does taste like ice cream. But you can make it yourself, and guess what? You can eat a whole tub of it. And it's under 500 calories, under 400 calories even. So, like, believe me, it is delicious and worth it. Worth it, because you can toss some Splenda in there as a sweetener. That You know, little sweeteners that can dissolve and whatnot. It's not like, you know, the regular sugar you'd get in the store and whatnot. But it is delicious. Delicious delicious because you can even put you know your syrups and stuff on there they just have to be the no sugar syrups and it still tastes just as good i was even surprised because i'm not one i was never one to eat sugar-free things i wasn't i'm gonna be honest about that i was never one to really you know go for sugar-free things uh but i i went and tried the ice cream and i'm like holy crap this is actually good you just need quality ingredients, better ingredients. A spinach salad, sal salad, salad you can eat. You need more low-calorie, dense foods in your life. That's what you need because they're going to provide you the full feeling you get and give you all the minerals and vitamins, vitamins, minerals that you always miss 
in your regular day-to-day diet. And guess what? You can still have your diet sodas, your diet pops, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they have aspartame in them, but it takes such a minuscule amount for you to get cancer. Oh, sorry, not a minuscule. It's such a minuscule amount in the uh, item itself, in the drink. It's going to take a lot for you to get cancer. Like, you can look that one up for yourself. I, but that's just, it's, it's like, it's, you can still eat food. You can still eat food, and you're supposed to eat food. In some cases, you're eating too little calories for you to lose weight. Your body, because you're, you're starving yourself. Your body's not able to properly function on very low on a, on little calories. Your body functions much better on a hearty meal. You know, you should never be eating under a thousand calories a day, under twelve hundred calories a day. That's bad. I'd say you shouldn't be eating under a hundred, like fifteen hundred calories a day. You know. Like, some people can get away with eating 2,000, you know, maybe 2,100, 2,200, 2,300. You know, like, the bigger you are, the bigger your body is, it, probably the more calories your body's going to burn off naturally. Because you burn calories just existing. And that's, for most people, that's over 1,000 calories, at least. Uh, if it's not, you're probably a very small person. I don't know. I've, I haven't seen someone who... Uh, actually doesn't burn that many calories a day just by existing. But you burn plenty of calories a day just by existing. Exercising just adds on to that. So if you want to be in a calorie deficit, you just have to eat slightly, slightly, slightly less. You have to be in a slightly less calorie deficit. Slight, so very slight. And it doesn't, it doesn't take much and your body starts doing what it's supposed to do. But you eat, you can eat food. And exercising doesn't have to be boring. You don't have to go in the gym if you don't want to. You don't. It's true. It's it's the truth. You don't. You find something you love to do that's going to make fitness enjoyable for you, and you do it. If you like dancing, go dancing. If you like hiking, go hiking. If you like biking, go biking. Do what you're going to find fun. If you like pick up basketball, that is great for. That's a great workout. You know, go do that. If you're like me, you like golf. Go play that. Go for 18 holes. Don't get a cart though. Walk those 18 holes. I guarantee you, you'll burn some calories. You'll be sweating by the end. I promise you, especially on a hot day. Goodness. But you can find ways to make literally anything within like the, your normal activities that you actually enjoy doing fun. And they can be your workout. That can be your workout. You know, an hour, an hour of your day should be spent uh, working out. Or in most people's cases, doing something fun that actually, you know, that does uh, uh you know raise your heart rate gets you moving get you get you sweating a little bit but actually gets you working because you can sweat while i can sweat while sitting here because if, if it's hot in the room that's what happens i'll sweat you know and i can do i can lift my i can stand up and that'll raise my heart rate but actually getting something that's you know medium to intense activity medium yeah medium to intense activity but 60 minutes of it a day is actually going to do you some good. Heck, you don't even have to do it, you know, five times a week. You can do it three to four. I'd say three about, you know, at the least. If you can fit in two, and that's what you got to work with right now, go for it. So I understand people's schedules get busy, and it's hard to, you know, sometimes it is hard to find time. Some people travel a lot. 
But again, there is no excuse why you shouldn't be working out. No excuse. It's easy. Find a good trainer. Find a knowledgeable trainer. You don't have one? Come talk to me. I may be able to direct you to one, if not myself. I do so. I do know some good trainers who would be able to help you out. Um, I, I'd, I'd be like more than happy to steer you towards at least one that I know of off the top of my head. But I, uh, I definitely would be would be willing to help out people. You know, that's that's one thing I'm. I'm not afraid to advertise myself. I'm like, I, I'm a trainer. It's my job. I like helping out people. And with fitness, it's such a, such so many misconceptions within the industry over the years, you know, because exercise, we're constantly, because we're constantly still learning a lot about exercise and nutrition, right? So there's a lot of misinformation out there. But one thing I can tell you, carbs aren't bad for you. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to cause you to be fat. What causes you to be fat is being in a, in a, in a huge calorie surplus and not working out at all. Being a couch potato, basically, is going to cause you to get fat. Heck, you could be a couch potato and be in a calorie deficit, and you would still lose weight because you're naturally burning off calories every day just by existing. If I sat in this chair all day long, not doing a single thing from when I wake up to when I go to the bath, uh, from when I go to this, when I go to sleep, other than eat a little bit, drink a little bit of water, go to the bathroom, like besides those normal activities, I would still, I'm still burning calories. And if I mean, if I'm in a deficit, guess what? I'm still going to lose weight. So it doesn't take much. Eat low calorie dense foods. Eat very, like you got to, you got to find those dense foods that are also very, that are low in calories. That research is not hard to do. Google some of these things, but invest in a good cookbook. If you don't have one, I can I can steer you towards one that'll be good for you. But it, yeah, it's going to cost a little bit of money to invest in your fitness, into your health, because it's your health. It's either pay a little bit of money now or pay a lot of medical bills now to keep you alive in the future. You know, down the line, you don't want to be paying that like thousands of dollars in, in medical bills or you don't want and you shouldn't want your kids or whoever's going to be taking care of you to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, each month just to keep you alive. No, I want to be able to run around with my grandkids. If I ever have any, I want to be able to run around with my kids. You know? I don't want to be that dad who's just there with a beer belly and can't do anything with his kids because I'm too fat and too lazy. Because I didn't take care of my health. If I run for like a minute, I'll probably die of a heart attack. Nope. I don't want that. I want to be able to run for, you know, a couple miles. Because kids can run for kids can run around for a while. And I want to be there to be able to do that with them. Pick them up, throw, throw them around, you know. Do all kinds of things. I want to be a fit old man. I don't want to be a struggling old man. I want to be a fit old man. But invest in your health. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Now, am I going to charge you like absorbent amounts? No, that's that's ridiculous. I used to work for LA Fitness. I know what a ridiculous amount of money is for a, for a fitness session is. Believe me. I will. Uh, I usually don't charge that much. What I have is affordable. And usually under their pricing, so. But I give you comprehensive workouts that you can do from your home with little to no equipment whatsoever. And if I have you invested in equipment, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. 
if you have to save up for it, save up for it. You know, I even sent a client some things because I was like, eh, why not? Because um, I had the extra money to do so, but like it's it's worth investing in, yeah. Just like you have to invest into the stock market, invest in your career, you know, pay for education, we pay for everything. Fitness shouldn't be one of those things. Fitness and health and nutrition, things like that, shouldn't be excluded from those things. People become so stingy when it comes to those things. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is going to save your life. Almost literally. Instead of you dying a tragic death of a heart attack because you got clogged arteries and high cholesterol and things like that because you weren't paying close enough to your attention to your health. I could literally save you from that. Have you be more flexible, more mobile. And as you get older... You won't be in so much pain. You won't have you won't have a lot of joint pain. You won't have a lot of neck pain, back pain, things like that. You'll have strong muscles, strong bones, and be able to walk without a cane or a walker or any assistance at the age of like 70 or 80 if you get to live that long. So, it'd be wise to invest in your health. Just saying. That's not a bad thing. Plenty of good trainers out there. You know, stop listening to those who are on TikTok. Don't listen to TikTok influencers about health and fitness. Just don't. There are very few on there that'll be like, yeah, sure. You can listen to them. Very few. And I mean that. I've only found like two so far that I'm like, oh, I can trust you. You're actually pretty cool. Um, and I follow I follow one of them on Instagram because he's a cool dude. But and he's on because he because he he it's a dude he he never claimed to be natural and he's honest about that. And like I never claimed to be natural. Uh, but. He, Stuff like that, honesty, helps me learn to trust you. Me, not on HRT, not on any kind of steroids or trend or anything like that. I just got good genetics. And that's the other thing. If you're not losing weight, you know, all that well, probably because you have some bad genetics. Genetics choose, genetics get to choose where you lose weight and lose that body fat from. That's the awful part that people don't tell you. Genetics will do that. No amount of ab workout is going to get you shredded. You have to eat for abs. Now, you can strengthen your core with ab workouts. Yes, those, that is absolutely true. You can strengthen and make those uh, obliques. You can make them yeah, pop out, I guess, more in that, in that sense by working them, by working them out. But they will not become visible until you actually get rid of the fat layer of fat that's on top of them. So, Because you could work out your abs every day. Trust me. I do it all the time. I'm not one with a shredded six-pack. Because uh, I do mostly powerlifting exercises and workouts and things like that. Because I find them fun. Because that's what's fun to me. And that's what's keeping me in shape. You don't need a six-pack to be to be fit. Believe me. You don't. If I could still run two miles in under like 15 minutes or whatever without a six-pack and, you know, pass fitness tests here left and right. Like, and deadlift almost, what, almost 400 pounds. No six-pack. Didn't need it. So we're, so, yeah, like, you, you, you guys will be fine. Fitness industry has so, 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 so many misconceptions and so many, so much misinformation out there. It's ridiculous. But I want you guys to know that I'm here for you. I can help you out. I can give you information. And here's the thing. I'm not going to be one of these salesy guys. If you want to sign up for sessions, then sign up for sessions. If you don't, then just be honest and say you don't. Don't lead me on and I won't lead you on. Because that's a two-way street. And I will play that. I will be that person. Don't make me be that guy. I don't like being that guy. But don't play me. And I won't play you. But I can give you basic information. Like, how do I lose weight? Being a calorie deficit. 
eat healthier foods, eat low-calorie dense foods. That's what I'm going to tell you. Because if you're not eating, then your body can't effectively burn off um, enough of that fat. You're not feeding it. You're not feeding your body. You've got to feed your body. Your body needs that fuel to function properly. When it's functioning properly, guess what? It can start burning off. It can start burning off unnecessary fats on your body, and then you can get down to that lean muscle and then start working on that. Shipping yourself into that person you want to be, even though you probably won't get your dream body because genetics. Again, we didn't get to choose our parents. So we're stuck with the genetics we were dealt with. I was dealt with a decently good hand. Decently good hand. I don't know what it's going to be like after I turn 30. So we're waiting on that. So I'm going to consistently keep working out because I don't know what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, because anything's possible. So my calves aren't even that. My calves aren't even all that great, honestly. My calves are decent. Like if I, I could work them out like five days a week and they still probably, well, being realistic, I can work them out three days a week, giving them a rest day in between and two, two rest days on the weekend, obviously. And they'd still probably not be that great. It's just genetics. If you have smaller legs, sometimes that is genetics. That's not a fact of, that's not a, a case of you being like, oh, not working them out enough. You're just genetics, man. Because even because even when people do splits and things like that, like oh man, because they because the internet will tell you like oh you need to do a split and you need to work out your arms two th- two two to three times a week or your legs two three times a week and your core two to three times a week and your back two to three times a week and your calves and things like that. No, you don't. You need to work them out according to how strong they currently are. If you have strong legs naturally, you don't need to work them out as much. Don't work them out two three two, two to three times a week. They're going to be eons ahead of the rest of your body. If you want to have a nice you know you want to have a nice equilibrium between uh, throughout your body you can work out your legs one time a week and that'll be good enough for them because your genetics are te- your genetics say that you're going to have great legs that you don't need to work on them so much then don't you're not going to lose those gains especially if it's in your genes you're not going to lose it you're going to have that you know but you still work on them but don't work on work on them as much maybe one or two times a week and that's it Maybe one time a week, and that's it. But focus on the other parts of your body that aren't as strong and get them to be as strong so your whole body can be strong rather than just one part. You know, unless you're an arm wrestler, then you want that equilibrium. You want that nice uh, equal strength throughout the entire body. So take that into consideration when you work out as well. So, thank you everybody so much for listening to this. Hope you guys enjoyed this. If you want to hear more fitness crap from me, let me know. And I will uh, do that for you. So, I appreciate you guys. Remember that love is patient. And as always, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.